0: You're listening to the State of Our Football
1: Nation on FNR. Yes, that's right. State of Our Football Nation. Back for another week. George Shanikian and Lockie Flanagan on the program. We're not the only ones who are back this week. No, that's very true.
0: The Socceroos are back and we've got a special guest who will tell us all about
1: this. And a special guest. It's all happening, all action at the station. Yes, the Socceroos are back and also back on the program today. None other than 10 football commentator Robbie Thompson. Robbie, great to have you on.
2: Thank you very much, gentlemen. Good to be here on on such an auspicious occasion as the (laughs) the Socceroos
0: back in action. In a hundred years after the um, the two nations first played out a meaningful contest. That's that's something. I mean, we've, the past week has been all about history. And here it is. We've gone from, you know, the pomp and pageantry and uh, the remarkable goings-on in Britain. Uh, and they were remarkable. And here we are now talking about more history. This time it's on the field of sport. And it's our nearest neighbour, New Zealand, the one we're going to share a Women's World Cup with next year. And this is... I think this will be very special. I, I, I trust it's poignant for a great many people. And so many things have been happening, Robbie. You'll, you'll be commentating the game in New Zealand, but there's one happening tonight as well.
2: Absolutely. And, it, and it's a, it's a special because on so many levels, like you say, George, and also the fact that this is the farewell game before the, before the-, the Socceroos head off to the World Cup. So they've they managed to qualify in extremis. We remember, we all remember that at the start oh, of at the start of winter yes. against Peru in in Qatar already. So look, to be back here now, um, I think there are a lot of things and lots of interesting talking points about about the squad, about the fact that we're playing these two matches, about how we're how we're limbering up for. For this World Cup, which is going to be a, a, a special and particular World Cup as well, so so plenty to talk about, and uh, the fact that it's a hundred years on from the very first match for us, but also for New Zealand as well, it was their first ever football international as well. Um, yeah, these are going to be a, a, a special couple of matches, and the matches available
0: on Ten on the major on the major platform, and also uh, I think streaming on Ten Play is that correct?
2: That's correct, available, and I think it's on Paramount Plus as well. Uh-huh. It's across the board. You can't miss it. <laughs> no reason, no fan, reason to
0: miss it. What, what have you made of the team selections? Uh, you, of course, would be running your eyes over it for a number of reasons. uh, You'll be calling, of course, the game, uh, the return game in Auckland. Uh, What have you made of the two teams? And, of course, the fact that we've got Hus Hiddink in the house, we've got uh, Graham Arnold with a smile, and I mean that in, in a lovely way because he had to endure all the slings and arrows of every pundit on the planet who told him, and they tend to do it very well these days, we have more pundits than... Than there are footballers I think playing the game around the world and they all have an opinion they're all masterful coaches they've never done a course in their lives or if they've done it uh, it's an a course it's not an a b c or d course i feel like but, i should be holding my hands after this <laughs> i'm sorry I got, I got it wrong i got it wrong no yeah. no no you're allowed to have a, an opinion uh and you're allowed to have a, a you know the opportunity to comment this is what we do on 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 fnr on so many levels but I, i'm fascinated what you're making of this Robbie, because you you're immersed in it you have to watch it from a 50 different levels not just being a spectator for you it's hard
2: work so what are you making of it uh well i think you've you've again you've hit on a, a million interesting points there george <laughs> that the fact that everyone can have an opinion yes of course that's the beauty of the game the more opinions mean that it matters to to yep. more people yep. and yep. and i love the fact that people can say all sorts of outlandish things that 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 really doesn't worry me if they can justify it that's even better if they can <laughs> if they can have a position and rationalize it and use logical arguments that's great but i'm not adverse to a bit of you know a poor logic when it comes to being <laughs> a, a bit of to fan and, and a little bit of <laughs> a bit, exactly, bit hard on the sleeve and look <laughs> oh, why are we playing so bad come on we've got a you know that sort of passion is the the passion that goes and buys a shirt for you and your kids and your 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 dad and all that and and spends your last money on on catching a plane to Brisbane to go and see the team and and bid them farewell so look I don't logic yes level-headedness yes possibly more for me or a a a journalist or someone that has to commentate a match I think that's important but look I'm all one for for having a a bit of a bit of you know, a bit of irrationality when it comes to being a football fan. One thing I, I, I'll pull you up on, George. You said, "Can I? What can I tell you about the two teams?" Are you talking just about the Socceroos? Because there are enough players there to have to have about three <laughs> starting at, starting elevens. Yeah, um, yeah. And 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 for me, this is a very this is one of the big talking points that I haven't heard too many people talking about it. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, um, but we've we've been seeing the Matildas nine months out from uh, uh, co-hosting a world cup with new zealand as you said who uh, their coach tony gustafson has basically said i'm narrowing in now on my 23. yeah i've got this 23 a year out from the tournament and yes we may have a bolter but i'm looking for stability and serenity and taking this team through to the world cup when i think about previous examples and what i've seen before in in world football this makes a little bit of sense to me having a having a team that knows how to play together a year out heading to the World Cup and yes you can open the door a little bit for something that could happen in this coming coming year obviously correct what what's curious to me about what what has just happened is, and it gets more and more curious every every time i switch on the computer or have a look and <laughs> chat to to someone in the Socceroos camp is that We've picked, you know, I think, how many players are there that have never played for the soccer? I think it's five or six that are yes. uncapped. Yes. Um, Thomas Deng has one cap. Correct. Yeah, Mitch Langerak is coming back after, yep. after, after four years in the wilderness. Yes. All of this is great. All of this is, is great, but we're two months out from the World Cup. This is the last game in Australia before the World Cup. This is the last window. These are the last two games before the World Cup, before we go into that two-week, three-week period in November to prepare for France on the 22nd of November, and that's not, you know, France are a big, big little mouthful to, <laughs> to, to start chewing on. Um, you know, this is, I think it's, I think it's good, but I, I wonder if it's not in in response to the bad press that the Matildas have received, or if, or if. Arnie is really saying, I'm gonna bring I don't want to have all these people in November when I announce the squad saying, Where's Cam Devlin? Where's Jason Cummings? Where's Garan Qual? he didn't even look at these guys. So maybe there it's a smart it's a smart bit Play. of communication. Yeah. Bring them all in. Yeah. Let's go. I've had a look at everyone. Now, when November comes, when I announce the squad, we can be serene. And there I can find that stability in this squad. But even bringing Goose Hitting, I thought this is nice. Hiddink's <laughs> obviously manager of the century. We'll get to that in a moment. You know, yeah. bring R- him back. Raleigh will, will not be happy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But then Arnie said yesterday um, that I want Goose to have a cast his eye over all these guys and that he's here to work. And he's doing, you know, he's he's going to have his two cents on what we see over these over these next two matches fair enough goose hitting is a legend and was legend for australia fantastic but you know there's something that i find A miss? it doesn't it's is not it? reassuring okay. heading 2 months out from world cup to bring in a new a a, a a pedestal assistant coach just for just for 2 weeks maybe it's great for morale maybe i'm i'm reading this all wrong but it's yeah, I'm. I've got. I'm coming out with more questions than than answers at the moment. Uh, I'm watching. I'm watching
0: Lockie, and he's he's nodding with you when you're talking and saying, "I have reservations." Is that a, is that
2: a good no, thing? Just, no, just, no, let's I, what,
1: extrapolate. What, what sparked in my brain is like, is, is this the equivalent of like a, a Labour leader who wants a sort of positive, Cover, yeah. yeah, like push the late polling. Bob Hawke? Like, push let's polling. get a photo with him. This is this is what we need. No, right no, it's
0: there. more than that. It's more than that. It's push polling at its best. You 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 run everybody out there, and you say, "Look, look, I'm giving everyone a mm. chance," but uh, but yeah. I'm also reading what Robbie's alluding to, and that is, wouldn't you think right now, you'd have that team, the core of that team, settled, and and making sure you've got a cover for every player. Yes or no, Robbie?
2: Yeah, exactly. Maybe it does. Maybe this is Ma- only communication. Uh But, you know, he's also said he's going to play more or less two different sides against New Zealand tonight and then on Sunday. That's interesting. So that, again, means having a look at – because I've seen the – basically I've seen the 24, 23 or 24 for tonight's game. They're not all there. The 31-man squad obviously can't fit all onto that team sheet. So there are going to be a number of players who are on the team sheet tonight that aren't going to be uh, in Auckland in, in three days' time. And maybe Arnie does. I like Arnie. I've got a lot of time for yep, Arnie. I think he's I, a great yeah. servant for Australian football. I think he's, a, he's done a, a great job, as you said, in, in the face of much adversity where he's tried to get the job done and ultimately we're there, we're going, which is, you know, a, a wonderful thing. And, a, and Arnie or whoever is just about in charge of the soccerers will always have my backing nearly always to you know to, yeah, yeah. to to get the job done particularly when they're getting the job done so i've no problem with arnie i've got a lot of respect for him i think he's a, a lot better at tactics than people give him credit for i chat to arnie before i commentate a match and get down into the nuts and bolts of what he's trying to achieve and it's a it's a good conversation that we have together and i i, I like what he does so but there are there are lots i mean where's tommy Rogic? is he going to just come back in having just missed You know, a huge window last time against UAE and Peru, missing again this time. But now there seems to be, you know, murmurs about that, you know, Tommy Rogic could be there. This 31-man squad as well, I heard that the net was cast a little bit wider than that as well. I think there were a couple of players that they tried to also bring in that decided that perhaps this wasn't the moment for them to accept uh, an Australian senior call-up. So, you know, it could have been even more elements coming in coming into this thing. But look, if it is and I trust Arnie enough to say if it is a bit of communication, he does have that, that shell that that center rather that nut of a squad that he wants, Mm. then look, these are these are games to to enjoy to send us off. And maybe it is a good photo opportunity. Maybe that's what we need as well. A bit of a bit of smile and a bit of, you know, adrenaline and a bit of good times to to head us off to a World Cup on 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 the back of a wave.
1: Well, you mentioned the number of players who are uncapped. I mean, I, I was just having a glance while you were talking about that, the, the number who have under five caps. And I think it's 14 from the total of 31. So it's it's nearly half who have had less than, than five uh, experiences playing for that um, national team. And maybe there are some of these players that are being thrown into the squad in an effort to say, here we go. We've, I've got them there. I'm giving them the chance. But of those ones who, who have come in, are there any that, that sort of stick out as at you as being sort of most likely to maybe... Stay, stick around and and maybe uh, make their way to to Qatar
2: I think the the big one, and you know i'm I think we have to see how the two the two obvious ones that people have been baying for are um Jason Cummings and Garen Qual. yep, um just because we see them on the local scene, one is a youngster who's so exciting and clearly has no fear. And is prepared to to take on anyone and do whatever he wants. Garang Qual. So look, if he can shoulder the responsibility of these of these two games, if he gets a run in both games, that will be definitely one to one to keep an eye on. We obviously know that all the rumours about that he's heading on for for bigger and better things uh, in Europe soon. So Robbie, look, Robbie, all that is very positive. What do you yeah? make
0: What do you make of those rumours? There's an awful lot of scuttlebutt going on around uh, about uh, agents. Uh, you know. <clears throat> being pushed to one side uh people who've worked to support him and put him into that position and protect him from a a host of different distractions and suddenly we've got let's just say an intermediary and suddenly isn't that a brand new phrase that we're, we're we're seeing a lot more of uh I saw an, a, a magnificent uh, interview uh, on Talk Sport in Britain uh, about a, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and they, they actually had one of these so-called intermediaries, and he was very particular. I'm not an agent. I'm an intermediary. And he was telling them what he could do, what he was doing, and how capable he was doing of doing it, and why he deserved the millions of dollars coming his way because he delivered what he promised he would deliver. And I'm thinking to myself, Wow, if you're a young boy or a young girl and you're being pushed around the planet to play in some of the biggest and most wonderfully elite competitions on the planet, you not only need your head screwed on, you also need an enormous dose of good fortune not to fall into the hands of, dare I say it, predators. So that's the question I'm asking. Is this another challenge for the young man?
2: yeah it, it certainly appears to be i don't know all you know there's so much talk going on yeah. and i i'm very always very very wary of, oh, yeah. of of believing too much of what what comes out i mean these are where there's smoke there's fire sort yeah, of thing yeah. but sometimes there's just so much smoke there cannot possibly be that much fire
0: well so, I, know, I know there's a court case these, i know there's a court emails. case in the background yeah. and yeah. one of the agents yeah. who who's yeah. worked so hard to protect the young man can't say anything, so we're in that little limbo area, whereas journalists, we, we have to be on the right side and make sure that uh, that the court gets to see the case in all its uh, colours and and, one, and as little distortion say, George, as possible. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah absolutely. Yep. One thing I will say is that, and I, uh, it's interesting on the term intermediary, intermediary yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure... Are you allowed to use the term agent anymore is the term agent, agent, an agent provocateur term? perhaps Robbie Exactly maybe <laughs> <laughs> Well that's generally generally and perhaps you know that's what we're hearing is is what's going on here I've seen it and heard of it too many times where these intermediaries come in and they do do more harm than good because yeah. Look, they want, they want a slice of the pie. They're Correct. seeing that it's a very big pie and th- they wonder why they can't. You know, it doesn't look that hard, does it? Everyone thinks they could be <laughs> a, a, a football agent. I mean, is it really that hard? Well, it is. There's training and above all, you have to have a great sense of what's best. You've got to have the experience. I know that, that Garang's agent or, or representative that leading into all this is a man with a great reputation. Correct, yes. And has... Uh, and, and has has done this for many many years john grimoire has done a great job yep exactly yeah exactly so all of this is you know points to the fact that somewhere along the line the the deal has been hijacked and when i think of of past players like i i remember one story um, about a player that was about to sign for liverpool in the end the deal didn't go through because of a a, a knee a failed medical for a knee yep. but what i heard was the story was the brother turned up on the on the day of the signing of the contract and wanting his slice of the pie wow and saying that he was he was there for to to represent the player It was a french player a a, a france international who was heading to liverpool and in the end the, the deal fell through he went back to, to his club in france and now he's playing in spain so if the sleuths out there can work out who it is, maybe <laughs> it <laughs> was uh... piecing it together as I was. <laughs> yes, <saying>. yes. <laughs> uh, if if I but could... look, these 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 things never work out the way the way you imagine they could. Look at what's happening with Paul Pogba at the oh, moment. I mean, it's uh, not to do a, with that's deal. That's I mean, a horror story. Karen Benzema's been involved in a in a, a full cupboard of of, of horror stories mm, due wow. to people that say they're representing him. Uh, I mean, look, it's yeah, it's. It, Carlos it Tevez. Well, remember the Carlos Tevez easy. story? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I and mean, if I could change tact slightly about the the sort <laughs> of move for for going Put, putting putting the sort of um, you know, intermediary things to side and just okay. assessing the the move purely on its merits. Obviously, the the club that he's linked with is is Newcastle, and the idea is that he'll head there and be potentially loaned out to a, a, a Portuguese, Portuguese club, club or yeah. something like that. We talk a lot and, and maybe stress a lot about when is the right time for talented uh, Australian youngsters to make the movie. Is, is now too soon? Do players wait too long? All these kind of things. Do you have a, a, a position where it relates to, to this movie's is Garang, I mean, yes, he's been really talented of what we've seen him do in the A-League, but he has, only played, minutes of he has only played seven times. He's only had a, yeah, a handful,
2: seven, of, seven matches a handful yeah.
1: of starts. It's a small sample size. Do you, do you think maybe to make that jump is perhaps too early? Should he be spending more time in the A-League?
2: It would be great for us if he spends <laughs> more time in the A-League. <laughs> I think at seven games into your professional career, from from that respect it doesn't hurt to have to have another 6 months perhaps you'll get another 10 13 games is that really enough to to then head off overseas probably not enough to get you into a premier league squad but you know these portuguese sides are very good at picking up and nurturing young talent as well and what i will say is that there is it is a big step up yeah it is a big step up going from a 17 year old playing a league to being a 17 year old that's breaking through in a in a european first division or second division or you know a professional environment when i think of of 17 year olds that burst onto the scene in france you you know i can think of someone like Eden hazard who oh, yeah. was 16. yeah you know we're talking that kind of quality hobby, but, hobby. And, and and it's rare yeah yeah look at barcelona these 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 kids that break break through at, at very young ages but Look, it's it's not easy, and for I think to go to Newcastle to sign for Newcastle. Look, that's that's a uh, probably financially very lucrative. It's probably a, a great thing to set up yourself and your family for for years and years to come. So look, you can't deny the kid that aspect of it. Yep. Um. In terms of in terms of learning his football, I think going to Portugal at seventeen, if you've got and we go and this comes back to the chat we just had if you've got a stable entourage a good uh-huh. environment around you if you can concentrate on your football there away from the limelight because i don't think it's great for a 17 year old to be a big fish in australia and then go to europe with all this expectation all this weight and say you know what's where is he where's he, he gone here what's i happened? am, here well, I he's, am. Learn, he's learning is exactly and, and for people back here as well to be going, bah, look, it's, you know, it's waiting for him to fall on his face That's, or her face. Well, we saw it, Which, it with Azani, uh, you know,
0: didn't we? We saw it with young Daniel exactly. Azani. He went
2: too early. He exactly. should have stayed another year. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Or go, but go and do it quietly in the background, you know, learn the ropes of a big European league, whether it be in the second division. Look at the two kids that left Adelaide that have gone to Runs. And I know I... Bring it back to French football far too often. (laughs) Probably for your audience as well, I apologise. No, no, that's all right. But, but, uh, you know, Mo Toure and and Yaya Ducouli have gone to Stade de Reims. Um, Toure's already got a couple of goals in the reserves. Very good. Um, Ducouli's come off the bench and started a couple of games in the reserves. But this is the reserves playing in a semi-professional... Uh, third division or fourth yep. division yep. Or competition in in national national but yeah, yeah. down it's not the first team and look they're learning their trade it's good give them the time they're they're you can't go i don't think you have to be something pretty pretty special to go from an a-league side at 18 straight into a european First team. Yeah, it We're probably seeing, can happen, but that is a big step. It's a big step up.
0: I'm reminded yet again of Conor Metcalf. I'm seeing a, a Danny Jeanro. Fantastic. And I'm reminded yeah. of going back uh, a number of years ago to bresciano and the others who came through Empoli when when Empoli was in Serie B, not Serie A. Yeah. Uh, and they, then they moved their way up along with the rest of the team, but they had had. Quite a number of games yeah. they'd been tested.
2: I think Vincent, Vincent yeah, and Vinny, even yeah. went off on loan to Ternana, correct? I think, for, correct. For, a, for a season before yeah. going back to Empoli in yeah. the second division. Yeah. yeah,
0: and boy, and boy, that helped them enormously to bed themselves Absolutely. in and gave them the, the the confidence and the smarts to understand how to cope with the uh, the Masters of the Dark Arts uh, in the then, uh, you know, very tough set hour when it was really one of the great competitions of the world, yeah?
2: Yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Look, it's interesting times. step up and, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But good, 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 good for him. I say go. Look, I say go. If, you, if you're not going to play, if you're just going to sit on a bench at Newcastle, yeah. then come back. Correct. But if you're going to play in a, in a Portuguese second division side, with the first team you're going to train with a couple of gun young Brazilians or you know not to be stereotypical but some great Portuguese players we know how how good they are oh, yeah. as well that for the last 15 20 years you know technically with passion there it, there are good schools to come through and Paul O'Con said it the other day in on, on a on an interview I saw he said look Australia's great up until 16 uh-huh. 16 17 but if you want to make it at the next level Europe just steps ahead steps ahead because there are so many clubs Robbie, we've that's got the university professional clubs europe
0: is the university yeah, isn't exactly. it yeah exactly
2: yeah exactly we can all go yeah. to sec-
0: to our uh, to our college and to our high school yeah up until 16 17 but if we want to mature and if we want to test ourselves we've got to go to uni haven't we yep yeah, and the University. So. That's of football. my
2: that's my opinion. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, you're the commentator. Uh, what are you expecting tonight? You're not calling tonight, but you're calling Sunday's game on Ten. What are we going to see tonight? Uh, the game, by the way, eight o'clock on uh, on Channel Ten. Yeah, right?
1: it's a, a, yep. remember across yep. the board, Paramount yep. Ten play. <laughs> Correct. What are you What are
2: you expecting to see? I'm expecting to see uh, a bit of rivalry early. I mean the Kiwis can't really be that motivated, let's face it. They missed out on the World Cup. Unluckily, I think they have a great squad. I think they've got a, a quality quality footballers in their in their squad as well. And I think they if they'd qualified for the World Cup, this would have been a really tasty Ooh, doubleheader because yeah. I think it would have been <laughs> yeah. both sides looking to prepare. As it is, they've brought in some new faces as well. It'll be good for the A League fans to see the the Wellington Phoenix boys. There's Dane Ingham there as well. There's a couple of and there are there's you know Chris Wood from Newcastle that who actually plays with the first team Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are a couple of kids. There's another one at Empoli, Cacace and 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 Torino in Italy as well. There's FC Copenhagen. So they they've got a they've got a good squad from so they can put up resistance. And I think they will be fired up at the start. I think this oh, yeah. is they'll they'll be that cross trans Tasman rivalry. And then from Australia, I mean, wouldn't we love to just see? And maybe this is part of you know, if it, if it all works off the way I imagine they've envisaged these two games, to play some expansive football, to just get rid of the pressure, we're qualified, we don't have to worry about if we get a point from Japan and then we play Saudi Arabia and then Oman and we we're, we're, were all calculating points and, and <laughs> what we need to do to try and just get across the line and then it was UAE oh. and then Peru and thank God Peru played for penalties as well you know, the the, the crazy guys. And so now we've got this opportunity to just let it go, play football. There are kids here that have never played. I would love to see that. I would love to see, you know, Jason Cummings is another one who I think could make the squad, Cummings, because I think he's a bit older physically. I don't think he's the greatest striker we've ever had. But look, we need someone to score goals. We've tried a lot of players in the last few months. Um, We need a number nine. I don't see, you know, you know Taggart's there as well. But he's been out. I mean, this is a there's yeah. an opportunity here for him,
0: Robbie. You know, he he brings to the party a very special ingredient we don't see nearly enough of. And it's called mongrel.
2: Yeah,
0: he loves a challenge. Absolutely, he, he loves actually taking people on. He loves the physical part of it. And I'm not overplaying that. He, he actually enjoys it. You can see it. Uh, I, I've watched a couple of interviews after, you know, the games where he's performed well and he's beaming. Uh, and that's what I love to yeah. see. I love to see <laughs> any professional, male or female, if they're doing a great job, if they've had a great – show us what it means to you. Because it, if we're fans, can you imagine what it means to us? Uh, you, you know there's a young man at the moment uh, you know in a, in 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 America playing for the New York Yankees and he's on a tear he's on he's doing the stuff of legends his name is Aaron Judge and he's just hit 60 homers in a season where only you know the great uh, Babe Babe Ruth and a guy called Roger Maris hit for the um, you know in the American League 61 did it 95 years ago and the other one did it 61 years ago so it's a season for the ages and and the whole of New York is getting excited the the Yankees universe is getting excited and I don't think there's anything better and you you're saying to us now let them play yeah and I and I love that yeah. I love that note in your voice because I can tell you're looking forward to Sunday when you get your chance to call the
2: game uh, in New Zealand,
0: what time's the game that, uh, on the Sunday?
2: It's well in New Zealand, it's three o'clock. Yep. Here, it's one o'clock. Right, so there'll be a, a, a perfect Sunday afternoon barbecue uh, <laughs> kickoff time here. Exactly, barbecue. Put it on the big screen, <laughs> project it in the backyard onto the back of the garage. Perfect, and uh, enjoy it. Well, you know, you <laughs> Turn know, my brother,
0: my brother and I used to play in the backyard, and he actually ran through the garage uh, wall one day. Uh, and we had to explain well, it to my father. Like yeah, yeah, we, we had to explain <laughs> it to my father. Look, Dad, uh, he missed – he he tripped, and ran straight into the wall and went straight through the fiber uh, The sorts of things we used to do in those days.
1: Honestly, if there if there was a player in the soccer squad that I wouldn't be shocked to find out has run through a garage door at some stage, it probably would be Jason Cummins. To be honest, <laughs> yeah. with I think he's got that. Yeah, he's got that sort of. Uh, he's got that sort oh, of attitude. Yeah. But I, I do think a, a personality like his, maybe. The the soccerers could use a few more players like that for fans to really connect to oh. and uh, I think get behind. I think so. yeah, we need
2: character. The team need the team needs character. Martin Boyle. I think Boyle. we 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 don't have yeah yeah Martin Boyle. But I was going to say there's we there, you know we we all know we have so many players in Scotland at the moment. And to the, to the great joy of Lockie, but, you know Scotland's not not known for you being know the most t- You know we've tied him leads. down
0: so he can control the, the console. <laughs> you know we let him go; it's
2: un- unimaginable yeah, I've got,
0: things I've
1: got happen. A, uh, I've got a um, you know braveheart stinger ready to go. But I'm not allowed to press that button unfortunately. <laughs> we, just, we interrupted I'm just, I'm just, you. Sorry, if, sorry, Robbie.
2: Well, I'm just wondering if this 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 Scottish element that we have, and I'm talking about the Aussies that have gone to play in Scotland yeah. now, not the Harry Suitors. Yep. I mean, do we know how Harry's going? Is he he's going on, to be He's, on the, end. The he's back?
0: on the mend. He's on the mend. Yeah, he's on
2: track. Yep. Okay. Because yep. that's really touch and go now. Exactly. He's not going to have played, not for Australia for 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 a year, but you know, the, I wonder if that when you talk about mongrel, when you talk about, and I know if you play in Italy, if you play in Spain, you know how to be tough because it's you they're have very to tough leagues as yeah, well. Yeah. But if you're playing in Scotland, it's physical first and foremost. It's fast you've got to win your one on one and maybe we need that like you say when we 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 can't be like Spain or Italy or Germany where it's ultra professional yeah. where the players don't need to talk because everyone is mad about it we need to have like you say uh players with a bit of character players with a bit of you know Aussie about them or you know mm. Scots Aussie about yeah. them that can that can bring yeah, yeah. that can bring people in and 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 make it attractive yeah we need that that's the position we're in um, we can't we can't just have, you know, players that don't ever say anything because they're the best players in the world. We don't have the best players in the world, so we make up with it with character. That's normal. That look what Atletico Madrid did for for years and years before being in a position to buy the best players in the world. But that they built their reputation on character. There are clubs, there are teams, there are nations that build their career. Uruguay build their oh, their fearsome. team character on on character. They are fearsome. Mm. We need that. We need some of that. On the subject of,
1: of character and another competition you've been heavily involved with recently, of course, is the Australia Cup. Oh, there, yeah. There's been no shortage of uh, of character in that particular oh, competition. Yeah. How, how have you uh, I- enjoyed the uh, the last few rounds? You presided over some pretty exciting games, and one more yet to come in uh, in the form of Macarthur and Sydney United.
2: Yeah, fantastic. It's a. It's. I mean, it's the competition that we know we'd all been crying out for in Australia, the one that that reunites the pyramid. I think think there's so much talk about national second division and promotion relegation. It's a lot more complicated than all that. This cup competition is great. It does that. Uh, It's not professional clubs. It's not a professional second division, which we clearly need as well. But in terms of having a national competition where amateurs and your local club can go all the way to the very top, That's what football is all about, and that's what we've seen. For the first time, we had two NPL clubs, regional semi-professional clubs, to put it another way, uh, without perhaps the glamour of NPL or Premier League clubs. We we had two regional semi-professional clubs in the semi-finals of the competition against the Big Guns. Both of them knocked out top-tier opposition. Uh, Oakley were fantastic before coming undone in their semi-final against MacArthur. Sydney United have gone all the way. They are... Unlike Oakley, who don't have an NSL past, Sydney United do. They have. They were part of the old soccer. They were. They were top tier back in the 1980s um, and 90s, and a very good side in the late 90s uh, as well. A couple of grand finals, yep. uh, a premiership. So, look for them to be there. I was chatting to to the the coach of the club, the president at Sydney United when I was there. It's it hasn't changed. It's old school. Australian soccer they they their Croatian heritage they're proud of it we're going to know all about it at Parramatta Stadium on the 1st <laughs> at 7:45 when that game kicks off uh and and plug again with me and Harps commentating and and on Channel 10 and um, 10 Play as well but that is good. they've sold out i think it's already nearly 10,000 seats mm. cuz the Croatian Cup is on in Sydney that weekend as well so you know that it's for for something that for so long and George you know this because you lived it at the time and yeah. I was I was down in Melbourne or in Canberra at the time as well yeah. we we used to love me as a you know your white Aussie anglo Aussie yep. loving the 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 cultural diversity of Australian soccer back then was it opened doors onto the world for me and 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 to see that still there still going it hasn't been it was forgotten for a little while yep. but it's still there it's still going strong and now that we, there's a feeling that we can celebrate it. And I think that shows how far we've come and how much stronger we are, as not only as a football community, but as a nation, you know, to that we can celebrate this the Croatian Cup and the fact that we're, this place is gonna be red, white, and blue for a cup final is, is awesome. Let's celebrate it. Let's celebrate their contribution to this great game in Australia and just as we did with oakley with the the greek heritage of that club getting there and and taking on these big guys and the fact that macarthur have a have a have a mexican that they have a you know a superb player that they have an iranian australian on the left wing that they have a a sudanese australian on the right wing all of this is is what's brilliant and is going to be superb at this at this cup final uh
0: robbie just to give you a, a little bit more info and ammunition for your call uh, we spoke mm-hmm. to the sporting director of Macarthur, Sam Krizlavec, yeah, whose parents yeah. were part of Sydney United, Sydney Fifty Eight. So it's yeah, basically absolutely. it's basically the club it's playing the Sam Krizlavec Derby. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 don't laugh. I mean, this is the extraordinary thing. It's this new uh, new age um, project team called Macarthur, which now plays in the A League, up against. One of the grand old NSL clubs of this country that, that produced, and I can remember calling a game for SBS a lifetime ago. And, and the, the man of the match that day was a young kid called Graham Arnold. And the, their goalkeeper, yeah. uh, who was very, very nervous because I had to do an interview with him, and the first thing he said to me was, uh, What are you going to ask me? I said, Nothing you can't answer. And his name was Mark Bosnich. God forbid. That he was nervous, that he was <laughs> petrified, but they yeah, were. That didn't sound like yeah, yeah, no, no, he was. Let me tell you, he 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 was on this path to making a name for himself, and young Graham, uh, you know, helped. It was a tremendous game. It was Sydney Olympic, and it was Vedran Rojic's great, uh, you know, Sydney Croatia, and it was yeah. played at a Denza when when the grass was green. And cow pasture road was not that far away, but and the yeah. and the energy, the energy of the crowd, the fans. I can tell you what they're interchangeable. That's the most wonderful thing. Yeah. the crowd that you witnessed the other the other day, uh, you know, play. I I put it to you that it was probably their parents and their grandparents calling the, all the action then. So it's wonderful yeah. to see a brand new generation all fired up and believing. And there's nothing more wonderful. Than you know believing that you can do something now whether you can do it or not Coach. that's the yeah. that's the whole point of playing I keep saying to Lockie all the that's time that's football that's Lockie, Lockie, yeah. it's 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 you're talking about two you know, two teams on paper let's wait till the game is played which is why we play it which is why Robbie gets excited and calls it isn't that right it's not played absolutely. on on the paper anything
2: can happen oh yeah no absolutely and and another just a quick little side note and yep. an interesting one is that. Mirov Lastelica, the coach of of Sydney United, played back in those days in the in the early eighties. Oh. He was he was on the bench, played for the reserves at Sydney United. His son is captain of the team at the moment. And for me that just says says it all about this club. This is a club you know, they, mm. they wear the club mm. on their sleeve. Yeah. And I said this the other the other day and I actually ran into them down in Melbourne. Both he and Mark Ivancich, the, the president of Sydney United, were there to watch Oakley Versus Macarthur in the flesh, <laughs> and I said, I said to Mark because we were where we were commentating. They had the a computer there, and it was the president of Sydney United when the scoreboard clock stopped working, who ran around the back and fixed the clock on the on the scoreboard <laughs> at Denzil Park. The president of the club. I mean, that's, superb. Yeah, that's it's superb. That's exactly what it's perfect. what it's all about. And these, you know, these 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 guys, they bleed for that club. The, the volunteers, everyone pulling together. And this is their reward. You know, it's been a hard slog for 20 years, for 17 years of the A-League or whatever it is. And now, you know, this it, is this is a moment. This is their time in the sun. You're right.
0: it's They've been in the wilderness and there's nothing more exhilarating than an opportunity to be included. Uh, Lockie has been calling a lot of the NPL action through this year. And, and I've watched him... Uh, Throughout the season, and he's been galvanised and super excited by some of the contests. And in fact, you can tell Robbie, you, you, you saw a game uh, a couple of weeks back, and you thought
1: it was the best game you've seen. Period. Whatever it was, yeah, that, the the Heidelberg Oakley elimination final. What a three? Tell, all... tell well, Robbie well, what you uh, Robbie said. Robbie would yeah. would be familiar, I'm sure, that it, it was um, went to extra time with a, a free kick in the the last minute of the game, and then a penalty shoot at it was. It was just like you could have had any two teams. That could have been a State League 5 Southeast game and it would have been incredible like that the fact that it was npl was a yeah which goes australia. back
0: to what we're saying there's these are these great clubs now are putting their hand up and they and they believe there's
1: nothing more exciting than a little blood in the water
0: yeah
1: <laughs> the i mean sharks are coming if, and, if, and if the, I, action is exhilarating yeah i almost feel like if i was going to create a you know first year of the open open draw in the australia cup what final do we want if i was going to put one together in a lab Sydney United and MacArthur wouldn't be a million miles away from what I'd picked. Yeah. I mean, one of the most historical clubs, the fact that the Croatian soccer tournament, as you mentioned, Robbie, will be there on the weekend. And MacArthur, in one, the of background. The, one of the newest, <laughs> the, the, the synergies between the, the players and, and staff, it's it's honestly it, oh, it's oh, the a other, dream. Oh, the
0: other thing we didn't yeah, mention, incredible Sam, Sam, Sam Krizlevic's uh, um, mother is not talking to him for the next two weeks. <laughs> he's, he's now persona non grata in his own home. Mum will not answer or field any of his calls. Now, what sort of intimidation is that, Robbie?
2: I'll keep that for my call. That's that's fantastic. We're here to to help you. Football unites and sometimes it divides, doesn't it? It does. (laughs) A a, a little side note quickly, if I may. I watched that that Oakley-Heidelberg game. Lockie did a great job calling it as well. It was a, a fantastic match of football. But what I like... Most about that, and what Lockie just said as well, and what you just said, George, is that it it doesn't have to be the English Premier League to be a great competition, to be entertaining, and that Australians can get behind it and watch it. It it you know, fans in Croatia watch Croatian football, fans in Belgium watch Belgian football, fans in Morocco watch Moroccan football. It's not as good as Syria or La Liga or EPL, but they watch it because. It's entertaining, it represents them, it's their thing. That's what we can have here in Australia. Fantastic stuff.
0: Uh, Robbie Thompson has been our guest uh, on FNR, State of Our Football Nation. He's been talking about a couple of very important games. Uh, The Socceroos uh, and New Zealand's All Whites are playing uh, what they call the centenary matches, uh, 1922. Can we go back 100 years when when a first select Australian side played a select New Zealand side, uh, unfortunately we lost the first one, Robbie. Do you think? Do you think we can bounce I think, back I think and get it? We lost the
2: first three, didn't we? Shh. No, we don't. <laughs> you're
0: supposed to build it up. <laughs> Not let it out all in one go. It was revenge.
2: Yes, this re- is this is revenge. This, this is, is revenge. revenge.
0: Now you see this is revenge. <laughs> um, question mark. Uh, uh, we've got a very exciting new season about to uh, start again after a long hiatus. We've had all manner of uh, discussion and everything else going on. We've had the EPL, we've had the most exotic uh, U- women's Euros uh, and we saw action there. And The Lionesses de- delivered something that Britain has not seen since 1966 and uh, it's been wonderful. Uh, wh- where I'm leading now is we've got a brand new season. Uh, I think th- you're getting clear air. Can 10, 10 Play and Paramount Plus deliver with its... Technology now, uh, a year on, have we made the necessary – or do, are you aware if they're making the, the changes that will allow us to, to enjoy it in the fashion that so many of us have become accustomed that's all. We
2: we we had a big meeting on Monday Bravo. where we, we spoke to people from from Paramount Plus. We spoke to people from Channel Ten. Uh, we all got together, all the commentators and co-commentators and and hosts and everyone. Um, this came up um, as part of the discussion. It looks like it's not going to be the answer everyone wanted on the first game of the season, but uh-huh. rest assured, it is. We're and this is not just here that it's an issue. We've just seen the women's uh, football in America on Paramount plus had a pause button last week right. for the first time. So in terms of streaming, you know, this is a, a thing that people, that Paramount are working on, are working on very hard. It's not as easy as just clicking your fingers and taking a, 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 an operating system from, from somewhere else. Yeah, uh, these are, these are business decisions that have to be made. Everyone. Working on Australian football feels the same way as the fans. We all desperately want it. It's our first question when we have these people in front of us as well. Is is it coming? What can we say when people ask? The mo for the moment, unfortunately, the answer is we are working on it. They are working on it as much as possible. Outside of that, um, I think you know it's not going to be the football's not going to be on the main channel ten this season. Yep, uh, for purely economic reasons that the the channel had to to make that decision but the fact that we have two men's games on bold a league men's on a saturday night and a sunday afternoon is positive for the a-league men's and all the women is now free streaming on 10 play as well so so fans of the a-league women and fans of the a-league men are going to get a lot more football that's not behind the paywall on paramount plus and of course all the other, the other four A-League men's matches will be on Paramount+, Plus, will be streamed, and hopefully it will be up to date as soon as possible. And there's other football as well. There's the FA Cup on there. There's Asian Cup. There's Champions League, Asian Champions League football. You know, it's the, it is the one-stop shop for Australian football still, Paramount+, and hopefully techn- the technology is on its way.
0: Okay. A question without notice. Should Sydney... Do the most exciting thing that you can imagine, and they win the Australia Cup. Will they be allowed to play in Asia?
2: Ah, uh, this is an interesting one. That's
0: why because... I'm throwing it up to you because I want you to get an answer for us. Lockie seems to think. Lockie seems to think there the, there are provisions, but they certainly could. Yeah. What the last thing I want is to deny anybody a chance. If you if you win the right, if you are the champions of Australia, yeah, and you have the cup absolutely. in your hands, then then please let's let the game do the right thing and let everybody represent us because they've won the right
2: to it. Absolutely, can you imagine? Absolutely, A- I agree with that one hundred percent. What my my query was going to yep. be: Melbourne victory won it last year, and I don't think they got that opportunity, did they? They fell in the year where there's no Euro, no continental football. For the winners, uh-huh. because of the change of calendar, oh, and so I'm wondering God. how is how just on a just on a technicality yeah. <laughs> well, how this is going to work because well, the whole calendar of continental football has changed. The Champions League now starts uh, next month, I think. That's uh, right. We've aligned calendars. Yeah. So does this qualify them? Will it be the season after? What about Northern Victory, who won it last year?
0: Wow. Probably
2: qualified, yeah. So. It's, look, it's
0: a world, so the world there. game. It's, <laughs> I say to people time and time again, it's the world game, and we have to fit into the world. But let's not make. Sh- let's make sure we don't deny anyone. And, and uh, absolutely, look, and whoever it is,
2: yep. may they do a great job of oh. representing Australian football cool. better than we have done in the last few seasons Too in this shame. competition. Yeah, yeah,
0: from what is it from from you, your lips to God's ears. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I
2: don't know well, if he listens much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Robbie, Robbie, we might have to we might have to revisit that on another occasion. Can I take this opportunity to thank you very much uh, and wish you all success on Sunday when you uh, call the game uh, the Socceroos and New Zealand from uh, is it Auckland?
2: It is, Eden Park. From Eden? 1pm kickoff time.
0: Oh, the biscuit tin. Uh, yes, okay. Exactly. Uh, you'll get all the, uh, the the correct pronunciations sorted. I think it's exciting. When do you land in New Zealand?
2: Uh, we'll be doing this one. We will have representatives in New Zealand, but I'll be here in ah, Sydney. okay.
0: So you're doing what New I York. did in 1984 when I called an um, Argentinian game. Uh, from SBS Studios in Milsons Point.
2: <laughs> is that going to be? Is that? No, the, and I did, that I don't want to put you that, On the spot, no, here, George. No. Yes, go on. Is this the the one with a fantastic goal where they switched play about Correct. eight times? Correct. In the one yeah, moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, legendary. Yeah. Thank See, you very, it. It's all stored oh, away in here. Oh, my <laughs> references. Uh, you know what I? You know what I remember?
0: Your passion for for Canberra and all things Canberran. And I'm just wondering mm-hmm. if if we can see uh, something exciting emerge in the new A League Cup and the new sorry the new Australia Cup. Is there a team in Canberra that is capable of going on a big run?
2: Well, I think we had a semi finalist, didn't we, a, a few years ago while I was overseas. A few years ago, I'm talking in, about I'm, talk, I'm yeah, talking about now.
0: The, I'm talking about next year, the next season. I mean. Canberra Croatia are coming off the back of a, a pretty solid season in, uh, in the capital. The, the, you see, Look, can... there's
2: Canberra Croatia. There was, there was tugranong who had a great team for for a few years. Belconnen United, when I was yeah, when uh, you... playing in the in the capital, were with a one of the big players as well There's Interminaro, or they were Interminaro at the time. The team I played for from the age of six. Yes. onwards till about we won the league under 13s um <laughs> until this year my only ever championship victory hello i just won it with the fifth division over 45s <laughs> which one which <laughs> one do you hold but that dear club does, i'm
1: curious to know
2: the under 13s <laughs> it was a special time we were a great great bunch of kids but but that club no longer exists anymore football has changed so when i go back i see i still see a few of my old mates and i still keep in contact with a couple that are that i played with back then that's they're the stories of football they I mean, are that's why you wonder why football's the number one the number one participation sport in the country is because we're all still playing we're all still <laughs> kicking around and we're all playing and and you know one day canberra hopefully will be back i saw vinnie grella make his debut for canberra cosmos Hello. back in 1994 it would have been or something like that he was 16. And, you know these the these are the little moments of history that Canberra participated in. Johnny Warren was there. Frank yep. Farina, I think, played for the Canberra Arrows. Well, I remember a, Frank a,
0: Farina at, City. at the International uh, Park in Mariba in Far North Queensland in 1976. Uh, that's mm-hmm. when I first <laughs> saw him. He was about 16. And he looked the goods. He looked the good. That's the other yeah. exciting thing as a commentator, Robbie, I'm sure. There's nothing more exhilarating than watching a young player and then, and then saying to yourself, gee, that – They've got something about them. And then watching their career yeah, this kid unfold. Go somewhere. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Once again, thank you for all your assistance. We wish you and Ten a, a fabulous football year. Uh, Lord knows we need it, but I'm sure that there are enough absolutely. passionate people who, <laughs> uh, like you, will help carry the day. Thank you so much, Robbie.
2: Fantastic, George.
0: Thanks very much. Cheers, Lockie. Cheers. See, there you go. He was listening to your commentary. Yeah. And was uh, most... Well, uh, he,
2: that's just the sign of, uh,
1: of what a commentator he is, that he was doing his prep for watching the, <laughs> look, watching NPL games. Not everyone would do that. Not everyone would do
0: that. Uh, we thank him very much and wish him all the very best in his travels. Um, listen, uh, thank you very much for your support today. No, it's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been an hour with Robbie Thompson. And the better part of th- that is we've, we've got a chance now to understand how important some of these games are. Uh, a tremendous opportunity to mark... And, and support 100 years of football between the neighbours across the ditch. I'm um, uh, not of sure course, you could call them noisy neighbours. No, you, sure. well, if they, they win, they will more, be, yeah. they'll, they'll be telling us all about it. So they'll be pretty noisy. But um, you know every time we speak to Jason Pine, how excited he gets.
1: So... There'll be an awful lot of uh, people watching. So I would quite like to watch Jason Pine just watching this game. That would that to me would be very entertaining. <laughs> we'll ask him to
0: record it for us. There you go. <laughs> um, and until next week, uh, when uh, the Australia Cup is played, can you imagine a turnover if Sydney Croatia can do the the cup set of all cup sets and claim the the Australia Cup? I mean, George. I-
1: I, I, Are you waiting for it? Well, no, I sort of. Uh, I mean, we, we kind of, Robbie touched on it, and we've spoken about the fact that the Croatian, uh, the Croatian soccer tournament just happens to coincide with the weekend. It's being played at a Denza uh, at yeah. a Denza Park yeah. throughout the weekend. I don't think we've really rammed home the the scale of what that means. Like the the NPL, we've got an NPL versus A League encounter here, where the number of people in venue if estimates are to be be believed, the number of people supporting the NPL side will dwarf. Fantastic. Will double, will triple, maybe even more, the amount of people who are supporting the A-League club. Like, when have we ever had a situation in Australian football, even throughout the Australia Cup where that's really been the case. It's been very rare. Yeah. Yeah. Very that's rare. True. And, I, and 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 you there know. are
0: legitimate reasons why it is what Absolutely. it is and what and it has think, to be. And I, I think, think, it's, I, think it's, I think it's a good thing. I think it's, it's a good thing. it's a
1: fantastic thing. And yep. MacArthur, yes. Are they a better side on paper? I mean, I know it, you don't like that uh, phrase. No, no,
0: no, no, no. I'm 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 sitting here thinking right now, I'm I'm wondering if we should ring Sam's mum. Huh. And get her to uh, well. We know give that she'll, uh, she, she's a
1: better chance of talking to us than she's of talking to Sam, <laughs> I guess. So Correct. There you go. Right, right. But I mean, six somewhere in the vicinity of five to six thousand, maybe even more, uh, Croatian people getting behind, um, you know, Sydney United in this. There'll game. be ten thousand. The 000. noise that they will make. There'll be
0: ten thousand there for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I,
1: I hope that there is. Oh, it'll be fantastic. I mean, uh, that will be amazing. Lockie,
0: um, stand by. We've got a fantastic week of football coming up. Uh, The games are on tonight. Uh, It's uh, happening as we speak. Uh, It's the opportunity to send off uh, our Socceroos in the best way possible. And let's hope, as Robbie touched on, that they play an open, uh, expansive game Mm. and they go for it. Arnie and uh, and (laughs) Hus decide to... uh, let the boys play. Wouldn't that be exciting? Yeah,
1: I'm I'm looking forward to seeing, seeing if that happens. Well,
0: thank you for running the gun and making sure that the uh, we haven't fallen off the console. Um, until next week, uh, more of our State of Our Football Nation on FNR. Thank you, Lockie. Farewell. You're listening to the State of Our Football Nation on FNR.